0: Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the Real Asset Markets. I'm joined by Nicole Dines, Danny Nis and Paul Strome. Let's start with you, Nicole. What have you been tracking?
1: Well, this week it was that MAPIC Italy 2022, another post-pandemic gathering. And the feeling is, uh, you know, we've talked about hospitality coming back. There's a feeling that retail is coming back as well. There certainly seem to be optimism, as shown by two massive projects which were talked about at MAPIC Italy. And, and they really showed a direction of travel for, for the sector. One uh, massive 85,000 square metre project called To Dream, just outside Turin, near the motorway, close links to Milan, is going to be a massive sort of leisure and shopping complex. And another one, which is near Naples, so right in the south of Italy. And then what they have in common is they are both uh, green, the emphasis on sustainability, both in the materials and the way it's being built, but also in the green spaces surrounding the shopping centres in both cases. So a sort of positive uh, feeling that, that retail, provided it's experiential and green, that definitely has a future. Another thing we followed on Real Asset Media was the InRev Fund Manager Survey 2022, which gives a really interesting snapshot of the sector. There's a very interesting figure that total global real assets under management have hit a new record high of £4.1 trillion in 2021, which is well above the 2020 figure of £3.3 trillion. So there clearly continues strong appetite for real estate as an institutional asset class. Assets under management have doubled since 2015. Another thing that came out of the survey is that um, US and Canada Strategies have overtaken Europe with 38% of the total, where European strategies account for around 34%. And Irina Pilipchuk, the director of research and market information at IMREV, said that this survey is robust evidence that real estate is a rapidly evolving and maturing asset class um, in high demand and will continue. Uh, to to be so another report which uh, was very interesting this week was colliers that did a report on CEE for the first quarter of the year um, investment volumes have returned to the pre-pandemic levels for the first time so very much positive situation for CEE in Q1 but obviously we all know that there are massive economic headwinds and the consequences of the war in Ukraine. So a positive situation but very much a question mark over the future. Kevin Turping of Collier said economic growth in the region is forecast to be very high at 3% for the next five years but there are very risk of a recession if things were to deteriorate due to geopolitical situation. Real Asset Media also held a France investment briefing this week and it was, again, a very positive situation at the moment. There is very strong conditions for the market, high demand, especially in Paris. The traditional Paris office market continue to attract huge interest for international investors and domestic investors. But again, as I was saying, question marks over the future because of circumstances beyond France's control. But what is interesting is that this year seeing an improving trend in Q1. Uh, there's been a 2% increase on, on investments in commercial real estate, up to 5.3 uh, billion, and a return of international investors, even though French domestic investors that we know are very much dominant in in the region and in fact their share in q1 has gone up to 74 percent but there's a big return especially u.s and uk capital because there's such high demand and short supply Uh, investors even institutional investors are going up the risk curve so very competitive market uh, but uh, especially in paris especially for offices but also residential and conversions very much on the cards so very dynamic um, prospects for for french for the french uh, real estate market
0: yeah it was a great panel big focus on sustainability with Benjamin Cartier-Bresson of Berlin here. And I was struck as well by the discussion with Raphael Treguier, Rory Sheard and and Simon Wallace around the increased leasing risk for older and poorly located offices, particularly in Paris. So a real polarity there in terms of the market, but certainly a lot of opportunity. Um, Paul, what have you been following?
2: Well, it's been a week when um, interest in alternatives has, has been reaffirmed. Uh, and again, in France, actually, um, Oxford Properties Group and French developer Novaxia have entered into a long-term partnership, joint venture, to develop and invest in life science property in France. And they plan to invest about a billion in the next few years. To start with, they'll focus on on Paris, which they say attracts 80% of all biotech venture capital funding in France. And there's an acute shortage of lab and uh, life sciences incubator space there, they say. Um, Oxford said that building a a global life sciences business of scale remains one of its highest priority investment strategies. And it described France as one of its strongest conviction markets in Europe for growth. Also we've we've talked a lot about infrastructure investment as part of the real assets palette and uh, sustainable energy has been uh, much of, uh, of the focus, but fibre optic cabling is clearly at the heart of the digital revolution. Uh, this week we learned that uh, AXA, IM Alts and Swiss Life asset managers are to jointly acquire a Spanish optic fibre business, Lintia Networks. Lintia owns and operates a nationwide fibre network that comprises 43,000 kilometres of optic fibre, mostly alongside electric power and gas distribution uh, infrastructure. Then last Lastly, we're seeing suggestions of a reviving interest in the hotels and hospitality market. Madrid-based property investment manager Azora has acquired a 500-room, five-star hotel complex in uh, Portugal's Algarve. The Pestana Blue Alvor, located in Alvor, has been bought on behalf of the Azora European Hotel and Lodging Fund from Pestana Hotel Group. It's Azora's fourth acquisition in Portugal. Uh, Azora European Hotel and Log- Lodging Fund has now deployed more than 1 billion uh, euros and, and it's close to 60% committed. Koncha Os- Osaka, one of, the, one of Azora's founding partners, says that uh, European hotels and leisure sector has, has significant pent up demand after the, the long periods
0: of lockdown and uh, restrictions during the pandemic. Yeah, I was interested as well to see Naimva starting construction on Alps, the style outlets, which is their second centre in France. So we're really beginning to see um, lots of retail activity coming through this week. Um, Dan, what have you been following?
3: Quite a few businesses reported this week. British Land posted a set of full year results that indicated a strong return to form. Again, Landsec in a similar position, they actually returned to profitability, was a brilliant sign. And Mark Allen uh, even trumpeting uh, the role of retail in that, saying that retail is back. So positive news there. Um, and to partly the story that, um, that Paul mentioned on life sciences, Savills um, came out this week and said, and, emphasise just how important the role of space technology uh, is going to be for venture capitalist investments, because that, it, that area has grown by 65% over the last three years, and it's going to be a real driving force for, 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 for growth. Um, so we're always um, hearing about Elon Musk and others, um, but space tech expect to see that um, in the headlines. Leading that uh, crusade uh, is, of course, that new business launched last week, um, ARC. Uh, advanced retail clusters from Core Life uh, and Brookfield. So um, definitely watch uh, their expansion o- over the next weeks and, and months. Separately, a development project that many of us had uh, put onto the back burner and had forgotten about, but Uniby but, you know, Rodamco Westfield revealed that they might bring back plans for their development in Croydon in South London. And this week, a lot of people travelled up to Leeds for the inaugural UK Reef event, over 300 speakers and about 80 exhibitors attending over three days' worth of events, principally talking about the levelling up agenda in the UK. The Midlands engine at that same event, they launched a £33 billion initiative to create up to 220,000 new jobs. And Legal and General at the same event committed up to £4 billion into the West Midlands. There was also a roundtable with some of the UK's top council chief execs. They spoke about strategic investment opportunities in the UK's biggest cities. and. Really really centred around how to deliver up to 20 King's Cross-style developments. Um, just to finish off, Richard, talking about King's Cross, developer, owner, and operator, Argent Related, they've rebranded as related Argent uh, seven years after the US developer related and its UK counterpart Argent formed Argent related so um, so again perhaps we'll see the next steps coming out of the King's Cross um, uh, case study
0: yes I can imagine it must have been an absolutely exhausting process to decide on that new name. Um, that, that focus on advanced manufacturing in space is also a topic we'll turn to, I'm sure, and one of the largest European centres is in Glasgow with AC Clyde, which is a market expected to grow by up to four billion by 2030. Thanks very much, Dan. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Paul. Um, and thank you for joining us. And look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the real asset markets.